0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey everybody, this episode is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content at www.patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. All right, everybody, we've got some news from the Nintendo Direct. Now Nintendo gave us a whole lot of information and I try and keep these shows under 20 minutes, but I don't know if I'll be able to today. I will do my best though. That might mean that I'm going to cut some of the stuff that I deem to be less important out. Um, If you really want to know everything from the direct, you can just go to YouTube and watch it yourself, Uh, but I'm just going to give my quick reactions to everything that I saw. Uh, First off, Let's talk about what they did not talk about. They did not say anything about the upcoming online uh, feature that they're working on, uh, where you have to pay uh, 20 to $30 a year. Uh, right now, that, that price is based off rumors from Japanese prices, which um, the CEO of Nintendo, whose name is escaping me... Oh, yeah, there we go. Kam- uh, Kimishima. Um... Uh, Kimishima had given an interview, actually before the Switch came out, to, I'm going to guess, Famitsu, which is a Japanese magazine, I think. And that he said that it was going to cost between 2,000 to 3,000 yen, which translates to around 20 to $30. Dollars. Um, we'll see what it costs when they bring it over here, but right now they're still pretty tight-lipped about it. They also have not talked about Virtual Console at all. I think that they're going to be talking about these things at E3. What I would like to see is another Nintendo Direct before E3, but I don't think that that's going to happen, and so if they don't talk about it at E3, this is going to be rioting in the streets, you know what I mean? Anyway, let's talk about what they did tell us. So the two heavy hitters that we found out about today, Splatoon 2 release dates, ARMS release dates, let's start with Splatoon 2. Uh, Splatoon 2's release date is July 21st. Uh, Along with that release, there are also going to be three amiibo. The three amiibo are another version of Inkling Girl, Boy, and Squid. Basically, it seems like the only thing that the amiibo does is randomly give you gear, probably when you scan it, kind of like in um, Breath of the Wild, when you scan Zelda Amiibo, uh, loot falls out of the sky. Not super fancy stuff for anything that's game breaking, Uh, sometimes costumes and stuff like that. You just get loot by scanning your Amiibo once a day. And it seems like this is what's going to happen with the Amiibo. Uh, Amiibo is a funny name, too. Uh, That's what's going to happen with the Amiibo in Splatoon 2. The other thing that it does is it allows you to get like a gear set that you like and save it to the Amiibo so that you can use that on a friend's um, console. Uh, They also said that the old Amiibo are compatible with this, so that's really good. I think that my son has... Yeah, my son has an Inkling Boy and an Inkling Girl, so what we'll probably do is we'll we'll probably split those. uh, And that way we can bring our gear set to multiplayer stuff on, on each other's console, which would be kind of cool. Uh, I won't be buying the new ones, although maybe he'll end up asking for them. I don't know. I, they, they looked pretty much the same to me. I didn't notice a whole lot of differences. Maybe like the hair on the boy looked a little bit different, but that's not really interesting to me at all. What was interesting to me um, is the new mode that they talked about, and that's Salmon Run. This is a co-op mode, so you're not fighting against an enemy team. Uh, basically, this is horde mode. So uh, your team, four-player team, by the way, uh, has to control this point in the middle. Monsters are coming in from the side, and you have to shoot them. Uh, they drop eggs. You can get these eggs, and you can throw them into a basket, and that racks up your score, and it's probably is an endless thing where there is no end to it. You just keep going until you lose as the waves get harder and harder to survive against. The one thing that's really different here, I mean, other than not being against another team, is the lifesaver mechanic. Basically, when you get downed, um, like you get overwhelmed, you will fall, but then there'll be like a lifesaver, like, you know, a boat would... would um have on the sides and throw to a person who's in the water. So you would have this lifesaver on the ground and you can call out to your teammates, Hey, I need a res. And then they can come over and spray that lifesaver. And then you come back into the game. That seems really, really cool and really requires communication between you and your team. So hopefully Nintendo's going to tell us more about their online system soon. ARMS is really exciting. That's being released on June 16th. And the big surprise to me was not only does it have 1v1, but it also includes 2v2. So my son and I can sit down and play that game together against somebody else on the internet. That sounds incredibly fun. Um, although, I can't imagine how cool it would be if, uh, you know, you're throwing these... these. Uh, I'm a science teacher and sometimes we mess with slinkies at work and it would just be hilarious if uh the arms got tangled in the middle of the fight and uh it was a draw or something. Obviously, that's beside the point. But they also talked a little bit about the different quote-unquote arms that you can get or the weapons. Uh basically, you can get these weapons through what's called the arms service which looks like a uh the single player um minigame modes where they've got like targets for you to aim at to try and rack up your score and you get a high enough score then you unlock arms through this this is basically target training trying to get you to learn how to play the game so that when you're in multiplayer you're doing you'll do better and you'll be more successful and if you're more successful then you're more likely to keep playing Um, then they talked about what the arms do and they have all these different uh, effects to them fire ice, lightning. One that was really interesting to me was blind, although they didn't show this. Uh, and when you're playing, as you fight, you're going to charge up your arms and then you can release them. So if, you're, if you've if got fire-based arms, you, know, you throw that punch once it's charged up and the enemy takes more damage, like from burning or something. Uh, maybe with ice, they're slowed down. With blind, wouldn't it be awesome if uh, it was l- almost like the ink from Mario Kart where you couldn't see very well because there's stuff in the middle of the screen. I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, They also showed off a brand new character named Min Min. They said that she's made out of ramen, which is noodles, if you don't know. Um, And then they said that you can air dodge and kick down enemy attacks. And this is the first time that we've seen uh, people attacking with other than just their fists. So I'm wondering what other stuff they have in store for us for this fighting game. Um, they showed off this new arena, which looked like a ramen bowl. Uh, the arenas look really good in this game. Uh, props to the design team. I think it looks great, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and then on top of that, the UI looks really good. Um, I like how the HP bars are kind of slanted. And then at the bottom left of the HP bar, it has like this little triangle. And it showed that when, um, when you were getting hit, if you are blocking that triangle is indicating how much you can block, and it slowly diminishes, and then after your block is over, it starts to fill back up. And as it fills back up, um, I, I assume that you probably can't block until it's full again, which means that you've got some real strategy going on there. Uh, anyway, so June 16th, I was kind of hoping for May, but I'll be okay with June 16th. That's pretty close to May, and they did say spring and June... Um, uh, June 20th is the end of spring, so bring it on. The different colored Joy-Cons are on their way. Uh, Nintendo is starting with neon yellow Joy-Cons, which I think look like bananas, which isn't a bad thing. I just don't find it terribly appealing, so I'm, I'm not interested in these ones. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to see different themes down the road. In fact, they almost guarantees that we will. And I guarantee that there's going to be some people out there There probably already are. There's some people out there who probably bought like a gray Switch. They bought the neon um, Joy-Cons separately. And then they probably bought the opposite colors separately as well. So they already have all of these ones. Now they'll probably get the yellow ones. And then when the gold ones come out, they'll buy those. And then when the green ones come out, they'll buy those. And they'll have this giant collection of uh, Joy-Cons. And they won't know what to do with them because no game supports... 57 players and they're going to have all of them and they'll have them in a beautiful display on a wall and they'll look really cool but i don't know starting with the yellow seems kind of weird to me the other thing about joy cons that they showed is a joy con battery attachment which i don't understand this like not even a little i don't understand this even a little this first off that the joy cons have a battery life of 20 hours 20 hours is twenty hours not enough for you that you need a battery attachment? And I also see some people uh saying, well, maybe you need it because games like ARMS um use more battery. But I don't I don't think so because like Zelda uses all of the features of the Joy-Con minus the H D Rumble. Uh it uses the gyroscope and stuff like that, and that's not really an issue. Um My son plays Bomberman. That doesn't use the gyroscope and HD rumble, but it uses HD, HD rumble. So I'm not sure what is the need for this because it does not look comfortable to hold. I know that some people said, finally, this is going to be big enough to hold. I mean, I don't have tiny hands or anything. They're not giant either. But I find the Joy-Cons very comfortable to hold and easy to play with. So I'm not sure why anybody would want them to be chunkier. I feel like they're really, really comfortable, but to each their own. And if you want to get a, a, a the battery attachment for it, then you will effectively have unlimited um, playing time with the Joy-Cons and never plug them into the side of the Switch if that's what you want. Okay, we've got a whole bunch of other Switch news, so I'm going to go pretty quick on this stuff. Um, they talked a little bit about uh they talked a little bit about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The one thing that stood out to me is friend rooms are gonna be here at launch, so it's gonna be easy for you to get a bunch of people in and online and playing. You'll be able to make your own tournaments. Uh I'm gonna be having a bunch of tournaments on my uh Twitch channel. Uh so head on over to twitch.tv slash run stomp, and you can join the the uh tournaments there. We're gonna have a blast. Um then they moved on to talking about Ultra Street Fighter Two: The Final Challengers. It has three modes. Um, the first one is touchscreen. Well, it has three other um, different modes. It, of course, has the regular Street Fighter II that you always have played. Um, it also has touchscreen mode where if you're the kind of person who doesn't like doing the quarter circle forward and nonsense, you can just tap a thing on the screen and it'll execute that move for you and the 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 buttons that you're pushing on the screen are like they're very small uh, but they're right at the edges of the screen so they don't seem to be obtrusive at all and I think that's going to be kind of cool because it takes some of the manual dexterity required to play this game out of it and it will give people more more of a chance to learn the ins and outs, of the strategy behind the fighting game, I find this to be a very interesting mode to me because I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I mean, I used to be back when Mortal Kombat 2 was a thing, way back in the day, but I'm not anymore. And I'm not interested in memorizing a bunch of move combinations. I just want to use the right move at the right time and not worry about whether it's forward, forward, down, whatever. So I like this touchscreen mode thing, and it actually is incentivizing me to maybe play the game before I was going to completely ignore it in uh, favor of Pocket Rumble, which the um, Nintendo just did a, published an interview with Pocket Rumble on their website, and they didn't mention Pocket Rumble at all in this Nintendo Direct. That really surprised me, especially because that game was supposed to come out in... Uh, at, at the end of March, and we haven't heard anything from them. I know that right now the devs at Pocket Rumble aren't allowed to say anything, but man, I just want to play that game. And, um, you know, this this uh, touchscreen mode in uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 is very compelling to me. They also have the lamest mode in the world. It's a first-person mode where you do Hadokens, which is Ryu's fireball, It just seems dumb to me. I'm not interested in that at all. And then the third mode that they talked about is that there's a co-op mode where you and a friend can beat up a computer character. Sure, why not? Minecraft also coming to Nintendo Switch. We already knew that that was going to be happening. Um, It gets a release on May 11th, which is sooner than I thought. Um, however it doesn't come day and date with a physical release so only digital at first and they did not give us a physical release date that bothers me less than other games because i don't want to play minecraft but my son really does not that minecraft is a bad game don't get me wrong but i've put a ridiculous number of hours into minecraft on my pc and i'm just not interested in playing any more minecraft uh, that being said, it has eight player online. It has four player local, which it, with, um, either ad hoc local or, uh, split screen local ad hoc local is where your switch just connects to other switches through the magic of wireless non- nonsense and, uh, or, or you can do split screen four player split screen. That's pretty cool. Um, it comes with the Mario mashup pack that came on the Wii U version. So basically, it just seems like this is a straight port. Um, they didn't give a price. I'm, I wonder what the price is. Um, you know, if you haven't played Minecraft yet, I wouldn't personally recommend you get it for the Switch. I would recommend that you get it for the PC if you've got access to one because mods for Minecraft are amazing. There's mods where you can build a nuclear reactor in the sky. So, you know, if that's your kind of thing, then that's where you should be playing it is on the PC. But I guarantee that even though I've bought this game one, two, three, four, five, five times already, I'm going to be buying it again. Only because my son's going to want to play it on a Switch and he's going to want to have it with him. And that's his preferred way of playing uh, minecraft is with a controller instead of a mouse and keyboard uh, the other the next game that they talked about samurai showdown 4 it comes out on the 13th so you're probably listening to this on the 13th if not then hooray for time traveling because you're in the future uh, what's it like there did I win the lottery probably not uh, so samurai showdown 4 comes out on the 13th it's a neo Geo game it's a fighting game it looks fun fighting games. With uh, having having these two-player fighting games where you just slide the the Joy-Con off and hand them to somebody, that's a very compelling way to play a game, I think. I'm not going to pick Samurai Shodown 4 because that's another one of those games that has the um, quarter circle forward, half circle back, up, down, left, right, whatever. It's crazy with the commands that you got to put in just to do these uh, special moves. So I, it's not interesting to me, but if you are a fighting game fan, then you're probably going to want to check this out. Although... The quarter circle movements, that kind of thing, you know, people are used to doing that on a D-pad. There's no real D-pad on the Switch unless you have a Pro Controller, and once you have the Pro Controller, now you are taking away that advantage that the Switch has, where you just take it out of its dock, and, or or where you just take it out and take the Joy-Cons off and then, you know, hand one to somebody. Because now you don't have a D-pad. But I guess because both people don't have a D-pad, you're at an equal disadvantage. They also announced uh, we have two Sonic games coming. Sonic Forces, which is, look, is a 3D Sonic, and that comes out holiday two, seven, tw- um, tw- 2017, and Sonic Mania, which comes out this summer. Both games, I mean, I don't know. I, the, the Sonic Mania looks more interesting to me than Sonic Forces, but... I loved Sonic when I was younger. I don't think it appeals to me as much anymore because it takes control away from you so often when you're playing. Like you're, you're going through and playing the game and then you have to watch as Sonic spins around and does a bunch of crazy things because that's how they sell it. They sell as Sonic is this super fast guy and because it has to be super fast, it has to be too fast for you to really have real control over the game. So Sonic has just kind of lost its luster to me. I still like to go back and play the original from time to time, but I never last too long on it. I usually play the first couple of levels and then I get bored. If Sonic is your thing, though, you've got some stuff to look forward to. Uh, The next game they talked about was Project Mikuru, which they said was a working title, this game looks really cool. It has four player, both local and online. It comes out this summer. And basically what, what you do is you're, you're on like a game board, it looks like. And if you jump and then you stomp back down. Hey, run, jump, stomp. Um, you stomp back down on these tiles and the tiles will flip over and they will flip over adjacent tiles to different colors. So it's whatever color like if you're the yellow player and you stomp that it's going to flip the tiles over and it flips the adjacent tiles over to be your yellow colors and you're trying to control the board by having the most color on the board uh seems like a really fun way a fun game to play uh, both either online and uh locally Then there was Fate Extella, which looks really, really pretty. Uh, It's apparently already on other platforms, although I'd never heard of it. It reminds me from what I've seen like another Warriors-style game, like Hyrule Warriors or the upcoming Fire Emblem Warriors or the original Dynasty Warriors. It comes out on July 25th. I haven't tried a Warriors-style game a lot of people really like them, but it looks to me like a button masher where you just like have to hammer on the buttons in order to win. And I'm always really bad at those. I hope that there's a demo because it seems like something that I might want, that I definitely want to try out before I buy it. Um, then there is Disgaea 5 Complete. Again, I don't know anything about Disgaea at all. I've I've never played any of them. This is the fifth one. It's a strategy RPG. I really like strategy RPGs, so that's good. It comes out on May 23rd, but here's the good news. There's a demo, so if you're like me and have never played one of the Disgaea games, you can get a good idea of what kind of game it is before you plop down your money for it. Speaking of demos, there's a Puyo Puyo Tetris demo, supposed to be out like right now. Every time I load up my Switch, it doesn't show up, so maybe it's, it's just not out yet. Um, I definitely want to try it out. I mean, I already pre ordered the game because my wife really likes puzzle games, like that kind of puzzly game. Like she's a huge fan of um Dr. Mario. And uh I think that we'll have a lot of fun playing that game. But I do want to try it out and then maybe cancel my pre order if it's not any fun. We'll find out. Um, they also talked about Monopoly for the Switch. I think that the frame weight like frame weight. <laughs> I think that the frame rate looked weak, like in the video they showed, it almost looked like it was dropping frames in the video. I don't know if that's just because I was watching on Twitch and they started dropping frames. Uh, maybe one of my kids was watching something at the same time that I was watching this. I think that, okay, first off, Monopoly's already on tablets. Like You can get it for your iPad and that's a portable version of Monopoly, basically just like this thing. They talked about how it's HD rumble and you'll really feel the dice. That's a cool novelty, but that's not going to sell me on the game. What would sell me on the game is, is that it's a portable thing and um, you know, we would o- you'd be able to play a game of Monopoly, which I, I'm not really a huge fan of Monopoly, but mostly my problem with Monopoly is how long it takes. The idea that you'd be able to play it for, let's say, a half an hour, pause your game, Take care of whatever else you feel like doing, and maybe pick up your game again later. That sounds really cool. They really got to get the price right, though. I'm not willing to spend more than ten dollars for Monopoly on on the Switch. My guess is they're probably going to come in at twenty nine ninety nine. That's my prediction, and I think that's a huge mistake. I think if they come in at twenty nine ninety nine, most people will turn their nose up at it and say Psh, whatever but if they come in at 10, a lot of people who might other- otherwise ignore the game are going to definitely buy it. Uh, that's just my opinion though. They showed off Rayman Legends, which looks cool. Uh, I've, I've played Rayman on my phone. It's a really good platformer. Lots of fun. I don't know that I'll pick it up again though. I think I kind of got everything out of Rayman that I that I needed to. This one has like these weird themes where where the characters are dressed up like Mario and Luigi, which is cool, but I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. Um then they showed a bullet hell shooter that has co-op and versus. How do you have versus in a bullet hell shooter? That's kind of weird. You, are you just facing each other and trying to shoot bullets towards each other while dodging? That, I don't know, it's kind of weird but it's called Cinemore X, or EX, and I've never heard of it, but it seemed like it might be a port from something else because they talked about it like everybody knew what it was going to be. Maybe maybe I'm just out of the loop here. Um, Battle Chaser's Nightmare also looked really cool. I I guess it's based on a comic, uh, and it has Final Fantasy-style turn-based combat, which looks really, really cool, and that comes out this summer. I know that almost immediately after... Uh, the direct was over. I got a tweet from a buddy of mine. He's like, "I have to find out more information about Battle Chasers right now." And I was like, "All right, cool. That sounds. I'm glad that you're excited for it. It looks cool. I just, I want to know more because it. They've definitely got my interest peaked right now. Uh, then they had uh, Payday Two. That really surprised me. I didn't expect to see a game like Payday Two coming to the Switch. That's really awesome. And I, I haven't played Payday 2, but it's got a kind of a cool theme to it. Like you're bank robbers and you use the money that you get from robbing banks to customize your character. It seemed like they said it has local co op, but my guess is that you're going to need an extra set of Joy Cons. I don't think that this is a game that you can play with one Joy Con. It seemed like there's too much aiming going on. Like I think you got to have that second stick. So I think that if it does have local co-op, which it seems like they said they did, it did, um, I think you're going to need, I, I think you'll have to have four Joy-Cons for that. Um, then, the, like, this is what really excited me, is Namco Museum. I had Namco Museum, I'm trying to remember, I'm I'm on my 3DS, um, and I even, like, when I traded in my 3DS, or no, no, no. sorry, I had it on my uh, Game Boy Advance, and when I traded in my Game Boy Advance and picked up my 3DS, the only, pardon me, the only game that I kept was Namco Museum, and I played a hell of a lot of that game, I'm definitely going to be buying this, they showed off a whole bunch of games, if you want the whole list, uh, just check it out, they did show that it had vertical mode and horizontal mode, so vertical mode is more like the arcade I don't believe that they meant that you turn your switch sideways to play it. I think that they were just saying it zooms out a little bit instead of being like um like on a TV because TVs are wide, and so most of the time they adjusted the arcade game uh, the arcade ports to for that wide um, uh, viewing angle. Uh, but they said that it also includes vertical mode where it, I think it's just zoomed out. Which is kind of cool. And it, like they have in the background all these bright colors. It looked really cool. And I am i guarantee that I'm going to be racking up points in these old arcade games. I, I end up playing these way more than I thought that I would uh, when I got it from my GPA. GPA, GBA. My GPA dropped because of my GBA. Hopefully I said that right. All right, enough jokes. We got more time. I'm already at way longer than I wanted to be. Uh, the switch dock available May 19th. I need one more. I have two. I have one for me, my switch, one for my son's switch, but we have one more TV in the house and I want to I want to have the switch in there as well. Um, so May 19th, they did say it was in limited quantities though. so go to your retailers and see if there's pre-orders. There weren't any when I looked. Uh, so right now we're not looking at or there's no pre-orders for you to sign up for. All right, well, that's it for Switch news. Real quick, I'm going to go through the 3DS news because we're, we're like, burning through minutes here. I think I'm completely done with the 3DS. None of the games that they showed off looked appealing. Even Fire Emblem, um, Fire Emblem, shoot, what's it called? Fire Emblem Echoes, Fate no, Fire Emblem Fates Echoes. The, the naming conventions of these games, I don't know. Um... The Fire Emblem games are fantastic games, but even this one doesn't pique my interest because it's just more Fire Emblem, and I didn't beat the last two. I had fun with both of the last two that I played, both Fire Emblem um, uh, starts with an A, Awakening, and Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, okay, so the new one is Fire Emblem Echoes, not Fates. I, I've said it wrong. Stop your emails. Um, so... None of the games really piqued my interest, but I'll go through them in case. Actually, there's only one, but I don't. I don't want to buy it because it's for the 3DS. But let's go through them. Hey, Pikmin, a 2D side-scrolling Pikmin game. That one piques my interest, but I'm not going to pick it up because it's for the 3DS, and I'm I'm pretty much done with the 3DS. I don't want to support the 3DS because I want the I want Nintendo to let the 3DS die and focus only on the Switch. Put away your pitchforks, people. It's better for the it's better for the system as a whole. Um, Ever Oasis, which seemed like some kind of world building game where you were you start with like this oasis in the middle and you build it up and uh, the spirits of the oasis help you. That comes out on July 23rd, and I forgot to say that uh, Pikmin comes out July 28th. Then the, there's another game that. Had the Switch not come out, I would have been interested in, and that's Monster Hunter Stories. It comes out in the fall. The reason I'm interested in this is because it has a very different art style. It seems like it's a mount-based game, and it, from what I saw, it almost feels like it's a Pokemon ripoff in the Monster Hunter universe. And it has a very different art style than the previous Monster Hunter games that I've seen. By the way, Monster Hunter... Has been like talked about by so many people as being a fantastic and amazing game. I really want it to come to the switch, especially because there's two analog joysticks on the switch, which would make it so much better than trying to play that on the 3DS. I just hope that the that when it does inevitably come to the switch, that they give us a better tutorial because I downloaded a Monster Hunter game for the 3DS, I don't remember which one. Um, and like trying to figure that game out. I was like, what the hell is going on here? It did. They didn't explain anything really very, very confusing game. But anyway, that's beside the point. We're talking about the Nintendo direct and I've been distracted by my own shiny things. Uh, so monster hunter stories comes out in fall. Um, yokai watch 2 They already have bony spirits and fleshy souls. Yes. Seriously. (laughs) That's what they're called. Um, Apparently there's a third Yokai Watch 2. I don't understand how this works. Um a third Yokai Watch 2. Does that make it like the 5th Yokai Watch game? I'm not sure. But anyway, uh it's called Psychic Specters. It comes out in fall. Again, I'm not interested. They talked about uh Cold Sept Revolt and like and they they said it like everybody already knew what Cold Sept was. Maybe it's just another thing from Japan that I'm not familiar with. That comes out on August 29th. I don't even really know what it is. I was too busy typing up stuff. Uh, RPG Maker for the 3DS. My son is probably going to ask me for this one. Basically, the RPG Maker game that you can get on your computer is basically going to be on the 3DS. You can make your own games. And here's the thing that I was a little confused about. It seemed like during the during the direct that there's going to be a free version of the game that you can get and you can play other people's games for free on the free version. I'm not really sure about that cuz that seems like a terrible business decision. Uh, you're going to get a lot of people downloading it and playing it, but you're not going to get a whole lot of people buying it, I don't think. Um like one of the things if 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 I want to play your RPG Maker game, it kind of incentivizes me to buy RPG Maker. Maybe, maybe there's some way that they can limit it. Like you can only have one game installed at a time or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, the next game that I'm not interested in is this uh, a new me game. They, they were they were going so fast through this information that I didn't even get the name of this game. Um, but I, I typed me game meh uh, or a meh game. Uh, the one thing that I did notice is that Onuma and Mio, Miyamoto's mies look really awesome, but I don't care about this game. Is it is it another Street Pass game? Because that's what it seemed like. And the Street Pass games were kind of cool, but I live in America, and Street Pass is basically dead here because we're so spread out. Especially because I live in like a rural area. There's there's nobody to Street Pass with. Basically, if you want to get a Street Pass, you go to Best Buy, and they like have fake ones that you get, I think. They're not, like, real, or or basically they come from other Best Buy stores, um, as, like, the, the way to get around the fact that America is so spread out and rural. Anyway, um, then they talked about Fire Emblem Echoes, which I already, I mentioned a little bit. They said that there's free and paid DLC. Uh, the one thing that, that they did mention that I think is important to talk about here is you can get the, they have it in a season pass, which, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are getting out their pitchforks and sharpening them up and uh, yelling out, New York City! They're really upset right now. But that's okay, calm down, everyone. Because they said you can buy the DLC packs either individually in little packs, or you can get, like, the, the whole season pass all at once. So it's really up to you how you buy stuff. And I'm sure that if you get the whole season pass all at once, you'll probably save a bunch of money. Two more quick things. It's the Kirby 20th anniversary. They mentioned three Kirby games. There's Team Kirby Clash Deluxe. Uh, it's a multiplayer class-based brawler. Uh, I was typing so fast, I said brawler. Uh, it's a free-to-start game. There's Nintendo's own free-to-play um, terminology there at work again, which I think is a good way. I like that Nintendo calls it free-to-start instead of free-to-play. I feel like that's a little more honest. Uh, But it's a free-to-start game, and it's available today, which is uh, April 12th. And, uh, you know, it it looks like it's a multiplayer class-based brawler. So basically you choose, uh, I'm going to be a knight, or I'm going to be a healer, or I'm going to be a tank. And you and your friends are fighting enemies through stages. It looks cool. I'd prefer it came out on the Switch instead. Uh, They also had Kirby Blowout Blast, and they said that there's a new Kirby coming out this holiday. Then there was Bye Bye Box Boy. Um, Box Boy is a game that I never saw, and then, um, well, I, I mean, I saw it, but I never picked it up. And then there was Box Box Boy, which was the sequel, and both games were universally praised. People said that it was really good, and apparently the last one is going to be called Bye Bye Box Boy. I haven't played any of them. It still looks really rad. Basically, the the way that the game plays is you are actually a box, and this is funny because you can actually get an amiibo for this guy. He's just a box, and uh, you're a box that can replicate yourself in order to move around on the stage. It's kind of like a puzzle platformer. It looks really fun. I kind of wish I, I hadn't missed out on it, and I also wish this was coming to the Switch. Uh, they did go on to say that it had Amiibo support, so you can scan in Amiibos and make your Box Guy look, uh, or Box Boy. Box Guy is going to be the next sequel, I guess, maybe. Um, just kidding, it's not. Um, but you scan in your Amiibo and your your character is going to change colors and stuff, which which seems cool. And they said that, um, I think they said it was available right now. So if if you are excited for Box Boy, um, get out to that 3DS eShop and, and check it out. They talked a little bit more about Amiibo. They have the three uh, Amiibo that are left. There's Cloud, and the, the, each one of these comes in different uh, different looks. Uh, there was Cloud. Oh, gosh, where was the other ones? I lost the link. It doesn't matter um, because Cloud's the only one that I care about. I really, really want Cloud. Oh, yeah, and then there was Bayonetta, and then I think Corin uh, Corrin's from Fire Emblem, Bayonetta, obviously from Bayonetta, and then Cloud is from Final Fantasy, and each one came, in, they, like, each one had two different looks to it. The one that I want is Cloud. I really want Cloud. Final Fantasy VII was my first Final Fantasy game, and it was my introduction to JRPGs, and I love that game, and I absolutely want to play uh, or or want to have the cloud amiibo if for no other reason just to have that statue because I like amiibo and I li- I really like cloud. Um, they have two of them. One wearing like the classic uniform, and then the other one is wearing uh more like uh an updated uniform from I think it was uh Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children, I believe it was. Uh, where he he doesn't wear like the same clothes that he did in the actual Final Fantasy Seven game. Uh, Bayonetta comes in two flavors as well. Flavors, whatever that means. And then Corrin from Fire Emblem uh, is either male or female because that was the main protagonist of Fire Emblem Fates. And so you could pick if you were going to be a male or a female. So I think it's cool that they included both female protagonists for the win. Uh, They also showed off three um, Link amiibos none of those were really compelling to me. There, there were two that were just generic link holding a sword and a shield. And then the only one that was slightly compelling to me was the, uh, there was a young link, which this would be the first time that we've had a, uh, child link. And it was from Majora's mask because, or, or maybe it was from Ocarina of time. I'm not sure which one it was from, but he, he was holding a mask and it was a, it was a Goron mask. And so, gosh, I'm not sure which it's from. Like, because he had a mask, my my gut instinct was it's a Majora's Mask one, but there was also mask quests in Ocarina of Time, so I'm not sure where that one was from. That's the only one that was appealing to me, though. The rest of them were just looked kind of, meh, whatever, and I was talking to a couple people and they were like, I wonder what it does in Breath of the Wild, and my guess is it's just going to give you more stuff. Like, a, like you, you'll you scan it, stuff will fall out of the sky, you'll open a chest. Maybe some costumes and stuff like that, but that's a single-player game, and I don't care too much about the costumes. I think the costumes look cool, but they're not very compelling to me, and the reason is because is nobody else can see me wearing it. Like, I guess I can take a screenshot, but whatever. That's not interesting to me. I still like the amiibo functionality in it, I just don't care about the costumes very much. Um, The last part of news for this particular episode is that apparently there is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundles being sold on a Russian website. Uh, And this looks like official bundles. It's not like the kind of bundle where uh, some retailer decides to be a bunch of jerks and they just say, hey, we hear that you want to buy one of them Switches. Well, guess what? It's going to be expensive because you can't buy it without buying these 12 things. Now, this one looks like it comes directly from Nintendo as a bundle with Mario Kart 8. Um, So, it looks like the bundles are coming sooner than I thought. Uh, Now, I'm not sure what the price was because I did not write that down at the beginning of the podcast. And, um, my God, I've been talking for a long time. So, I'm going to shut up now. (laughs) Okay. Well, the news section was huge today, so I'm not going to spend very much time in the gameplay section today. I do want to say I finally have finished Zelda. Man, that game was good. Uh, I want you guys to know that I'm we're, we're tentatively uh, scheduling the recording of the spoiler cast with a buddy of mine, Bravd, who's been on the show before. Well, he's been on the Patreon version of the show before, uh, and he's going to... Uh, come up, come by, grab one of my microphones and we're going to talk about, uh, Zelda full on spoilers, spoiling everything, talking about everything. So, uh, when you see that show to, or the podcast title and it says spoiler cast, if you haven't finished the game, don't listen to it. Um, but I finished it last night and I, I say I finished it. I still have 30 shrines to find. I still have many quests to do. I still have 800 Korok seeds to find, I'm sure. So I'm not done with the game, but I finished the main story and beat the boss. And it was awesome. If you're interested in seeing what that looks like, you can go over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and just click on the uh, highlights. And I highlighted it. It says just like finish the game or something like that. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's it for gameplay this week. And my goodness, we talked for a long time today. That's all the time we have. If there's a story I missed, uh, let me know. I'm sure that there is. I couldn't fit everything in. Um, You can let me know in a variety of ways. You can send an email to runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Include in the subject line Switchcraft so that I know that it's for this show and not my other show. Um, You can just tweet at me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Or you can use the hashtag AskSwitchcraft. Um, You can... Also, give us a phone call. That's 260-RUN-JUMP. That's two six zero seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. And if you want to support the show, like I said at the very beginning, all you got to do is head on over to patreon.com slash stomp. and for as little as a dollar, you can, you can join the fun. Um, but if you want to get a poorly drawn sketch from me, uh, then you can select higher tier, and you get different reward, rewards. Um, Right now, our first goal is if we, when we hit our first goal, we'll get another episode of Switchcraft every week, and we're already over halfway there, so uh, any little bit that you can do will help.